Podcast. This is season five, episode eleven, and I want to come to you with something. You know, I think most of us love flags. So, um, when we come in terms of flags, you know, what do the colors represent? And what is so amazing and fascinating is the color of the red, black, and green flags. That's right, the red, black, and green flags. Um, it's so important. So I wouldn't tell you some of the um, countries that have red, black, and green. Of course, in U.S., the Universal Negro Improvement Association that is spearheaded and led by um, Marcus Garvey. He is um, born in Jamaica. But of course, you know his origin is from continent Kamat. And a lot of our people uh, from uh, Jamaica, the island, their birthright is on continent Kamat and they're coming right out of Biafra. That is correct. <laughs> yes, we're claiming you. <laughs> you are. We are all the same. Now, this started a Pan Africanism. Uh, movement. So this movement is for all of the different nations. I gave you 64 of the different countries or empires, whether they are an island or on land or continent comet. And I tell you it's over 7 billion people. Don't believe the lies. It is 7 billion people. I have no reason to make story to you. That is not what I'm doing. I'm telling you the truth. And um, Marcus Garvey came from Jamaica to save the peoples. He had to save the peoples on a stolen land, what they claim is um, uh, uh, U.S. or continental America. Sometimes, you know, I don't like to um, repeat language that I know is not correct. I'm better than that. So you hear me call it a Turtle Island. I have to tell you the truth. Their people, they have their nations throughout Turtle Island. And Marcus Garvey, as I said, his, um, he called the flag a Pan-African flag. Yes, so um, I said to you it's the Marcus Garvey led the Universal Negro Improvement Association and it's a liberation flag that is correct and there is an ugly black backdrop as to why the flag had to be put in place. It, it had to be because some very ugly things happened. However, in uh, New York City in the year 1920, this is when the um, flag was revealed, the red, the black, the green. <laughs> because the origin beings on um, stolen land, which is Total Island, didn't have their flags. Let's keep a fact. Origin beings have been coming back and forth to Turtle Island for centuries. Okay, As I said for the... Um, Biafra Empire and the uh, Egypt uh, Empire, those calendars, when we started to count, were 61,261 years ago and more. The same in Australia. They started, um, theirs is counting 65,000 years ago, 65 plus years ago. We didn't need to count how many, you know, years the people, it wasn't for us. That is what other people like like to do. Um, the creation of the flag, the liberation flag, in U.S. What it it helped origin beings around the world to claim their own identity, their own identity. That's what it is. And 
also it symbolized self-governance of origin beings and of course you were uh, able to live in certain areas <laughs> on US you still are however these were some of the wealthiest areas I have to tell you it's five points Colorado and Den Denver Colorado as well as the uh, Gold Coast that's in Washington District of Columbia that's another well progressive uh, area for origin beings and um, in um, believe it or not in Oklahoma we still have Oklahoma City we still have a wealthy well-to-do uh, origin being area where we are uh, relegated to if you go into the south part of uh, Houston Texas we have a lot of people from the Afra a lot of Igbo people that is a wealthy well-to-do area um, they have it in what is called Queens, New York. Um, there's a certain area, I believe it's Flushing. I may not be telling, but I believe it's Flushing. It's well-to-do, wealthy black people. In I'm telling you the ones in U.S. If you go into uh, Montclair, New Jersey, that is in U.S., wealthy area for origin beings, well-to-do. I'm giving you this because we're relegated to live in certain areas. And that is the same uh, at least you have the wealthy areas. I will say that much. The wealthy, well-to-do, wealthy people are in those areas. Um, so you don't have to live in a impoverished uh, neighborhood where there is no resources, no banks, <laughs> you know, car dealerships, restaurants, you know. You have uh, a lot of upward mobility in those well-to-do, progressive um communities where origin beings we live there in those particular areas so i have to tell you that so that that is part of self-governance and dealing with the um pan-african flag so it's pan-africa flag and those are the colors of red black and green and of course they are symbolic um and and i should tell you this it would be great if you research for yourself but because this is across the continents we actually make sure that everyone um, gets a chance to uh, get the same information at the same time without having to read <laughs> and I have to tell you now that convention in 1920 that the United Negro is the Universal Negro Improvement Association founded by Marcus Garvey that convention was held at um, Madison Square Garden uh, and that is serious and this is where this flag was born and it was on August 13 Marcus Garvey birthday is celebrated throughout the world <laughs> August 17 all throughout uh, the, all nations celebrate Marcus Garvey day his birthday his birthday everybody um, celebrates his birthday I have to tell you that um, and that that is such good news um, let me tell you some of the flags that um, we have now. I'm going to tell you about the Biafra flag. That's right. <laughs> Our flag is red, black, and green. And then we have the, um, you have a gold sun and in the middle of it. But really it's just red, black, and green. And um, you know that the red is for the blood that our people lose. When you have our wars or what they call massacres, and you have the black. So black is um, in remembrance for our origin beings who were murdered as well as our people. And when you go into the green, we know what we need green for. <laughs> green is for our, um, 
prosperity. It is prosperous, prosperity, and then you have that gold sun is for a glorious future. With the that wonderful gold sun, you know we can. The sun grows everything. All of the food is also providing nutrients for our body and our beautiful original skin with the powerful melanin. Yes. Now, Namdi Kano did something. Um, you know, he's the supreme leader of the indigenous people of Biafra. And Namdi Kano, uh, in 2020 year, Gregor calendar year, and Biafra Empire years, 61,260, Namdi Kano added... Um, he added something uh, different. So with his flag of the Biafra, so you have the red, black, and green. And as I told you, we have the rising sun in the middle. It's a, it's a half sun, and you, you have 11 sun rays. Well, Namdi Kano, he has now added uh, two more. So there is um, 13 sun rays, and then he put the Star of David. So the Star of David, most of us um, and Biafra, we are tradition. That is, uh, we, we, we practice our way of living. Our way of life is tradition. And then you had the Anglican touch. And then you have uh, the Hebrew. Now the Hebrew speaking culture and language, that is uh, what they will call a religion. And uh, the Kariak, that's Kariak people and um as I tell everybody, the Hebrew people, speaking people, the culture, the Karia, are some of the most nicest, beautiful people on planet Earth. Um, get along well with everyone. And I love the people, the Hebrew speaking people, the Karia, <laughs> in Biafra. I love them most. They were most open for everybody. So um, <laughs> this flag has the uh, star of, I think it's David. And uh, this is what they're going to do for the indigenous people of the Afra. This is the design that um, Namdi Kano has created. And uh, I just wanted to explain that to you about that flag. I want to move on to some other beautiful flag um, where we have red, black, and green. And Libya. Libya, um, I have always loved Libya. It was destroyed by Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton as well as the Joe Biden. Uh, let's be clear, I'm going to always tell the truth. They destroyed that country in 2011 just for the oil. And it's horrific that it, Libya, Muammar Gaddafi did more for most nations on the continent Kemet as well as in Asia. Libya, uh, the leader and ruler Muammar Gaddafi helped um, Russia, helped uh, France. Okay, let's, let's keep that real. And he... A lot of them, I don't know, but for most of the different um, countries on the continent, uh, Kamat, Kush, Nubia, those are mother tongues, Akubalan, Muammar Gaddafi helped everybody. And he also apologized to Chad and he made um, reparations and atonement with the peoples of Chad. That's why I love uh, Muammar Gaddafi for all that he did. Muammar Gaddafi, he trusted and he believed the beasts, the beasts who run wild. And it destroyed everything. And I mentioned who those beasts are. Now, Libya is red, black, and green. In Malawi, what they did is they did it um, as the colors will be red, black, and green. But with Malawi, they changed it to um, black, red, and green. Same with Kenya. Same with uh, South Sudan. 
and same with uh, Australia. Um, Angola did something. Theirs is more or less um, red and black. So I did tell you what the colors were for, and you know what they are for. <laughs> you know, when we deal with black, you know, black is for the remembrance of our origin beings, our people who were uh, murdered, and we remember our black people and our black land. That is correct. Kemet means black land. Kush means black land. That is correct. So when you have that red and blood is for our people who were murdered. Just, and that is a horrible situation, but blood was spilled. Yes, and then green is for prosperity. That's right. Of, on behalf of that wonderful gold sun that grows everything. And once again, that melanin that the original people, that the black peoples, that is ours. And that is also powerful. The more melanin you, melanin you have, the more powerful you are. So keep that in the front of your brain. Now I want to go to um, Western Sahara because their flag is, um, they have the black, red, and green. But they have like a, you, you can see white in that one. It's the whole concept of the liberation colors. So that is, um, I give you most of those uh those I mentioned, like I said, with the um, Marcus Garvey, his liberation flag, Libya, Malawi, Kenya, South Sudan, Australia, indigenous people, and Angola, and then I mentioned Western Sahara. I hope that you can um, look these countries up. They also have other um, flags, and they are just, uh, I would just say, uh, green, yellow, and red. <laughs> but I'm specifically concentrating on the red, black, and green. And I wanted to make mention of what uh, Namde Kano did. <laughs> you know, in uh, Biafra. So we will see how that goes. Um, I guess people just... Uh, <laughs> he wanted to add it, things on. I said, okay, that is happening for you. Now, I want to tell you about the Australia Indigenous Peoples flag. Um, it was designed by... Harold Thomas, Harold Thomas, um, and it was flown at Victoria Square in South Australia, and that would be in the um, province of Adelaide. Yes, on the National Day of the Indigenous People, and that is in July 1971. I think that's outstanding. It is great. It is fabulous. Whereas the Indigenous people, as I said, they are only 3% surviving still living in Australia the continent that is correct and that's a very large continent and they'll only have three percent that says a lot and not in favor of the origin beings the indigenous people but I'm happy to report on that I, I hope all of these nations to get together and um, try and support each other as a uh, just support each other that is basically it as far as uh, controlling and governing origin beings and the, the restoration of our land that is so important it is truly important I hope you enjoy what I'm saying to you across the continents now I have to go into what is taking place in Biafra land because I don't I don't like people to just um what is happening with Biafra and Nigger area? You know there was a war in 1967. Nigger area is some made-up name. And of course the uh, 
When you're going to Biafalan, it's not just the Igbo-speaking people. There are other Ebibio, Ifik, Efik as well. You have the Calabar people. So let us all be uh, keeping our mind together. So we don't just think it is uh, all Biafra is only Igbo land. That is not true. There are other people. Now what's taking place is um, the uh, we're exposing the uh, genocide. They use word genocide. It is this... Um, it is just mass murder. It's mass murder. The military and police and secret police are going into uh, Biafra and they have been focusing on River State. That's a province of uh, Biafra as well as going into Imo and um, Abia and Edo. It's a lot and what's happening is this. There's a count of uh, 550 people, origin beings, who've been abducted. Abducted and disappeared for over four months. For over four months, 550 people. You have mothers and fathers looking for their family members. And this is all um, at the hands of the nigger area uh, police and military, because military and police is the same. So when you go into Obigbo, the residents, and that is a part of um, River State, it is more brutal for them. It is just brutality and it's crude and barbaric. Number one is this. Um, I talked to you about the Eastern Security Network and you're dealing with the, I didn't give names, dealing with the Fulani and the Hausa, they're goat herders and um, sheep herders and cow herders. They will just bring them over and they're armed. They have guns. They can carry like rifles and guns and machete. And they take over your compound. They take over all of the forest, all of the land. And they just walk through. <laughs> so then you don't have any crops left to feed what you have your harvest you've been working on every year has now been trampled they just take all your food and then knock on your door and demand that you feed them and you give them water and you shelter and you're saying I don't even know you and once again you must always respect people's way of life their culture their tr tradition their custom and their language and their holy days you just this is not happening with those and the murders that are being caused. So, of course, when you have us, that we won't allow you to continue to attack us. So now you have the nigger area, our army and police and employees. Now they want to attack the people and it's wrong. So it's been exposed what is happening. We want it to stop. It has to stop. Abducting people, it, it has to stop. Um, it's, it's out of control when you get to 550 people in four months. So my heart goes out to you all. And once again, um, if you read the earlier, if you listened to the earlier podcast, and I said to you that um, indigenous people of Biafra, we need the Eastern Security Network to protect our people, to protect our land, to protect our forests. We need Eastern Security Network to protect 
our mothers and daughters from being murdered, brutalized, and having sexual intercourse forced on them. We need the Eastern Security Network to protect the people in Biafra from senseless murders of our men, of our sons, of our brothers. I hope you enjoy listening to Across the Continents. Um, this is Season 5, <laughs> Episode 11. Um, keep loving your heart in your brain. Across three continents, across three continents. <laughs>